When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's me, Dave Stone, former co-host of the Boogie Monster podcast. From 2016 to 2023, myself and Kyle Kinane got together each week to ramble on about ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, and other mysteries of the universe. Or at least that was our initial intentions. But if you've listened before, you know that it usually devolved into disjointed rants about vans and fried chicken. During that time, we also ran a Patreon page that offered up exclusive bonus episodes to our patrons, usually in the form of Q&A sessions. And even though the Boogie Monster is currently on an indefinite hiatus, we're offering up those old bonus episodes to the general population so that everyone can enjoy our old nonsense. Hopefully someday soon we'll dust off our microphones and resurrect the Boogie Monster, but until then, enjoy a blast from the past from your old pals Kyle and Dave. Thanks for listening. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. It's the spookiest boogie monster yet. Boo, y'all. It's <laughs> just a dipshit go. Boo. What? Oob. Oh, shit, I'm dyslexic. I've uh-huh. been saying oob this whole time. <laughs> Welcome, uh, boogers and, and patrons alike. Mm-hmm. Probably just patrons, because that's what this you get. That's what happens on this one. That's true. This is a Q and A episode. Yeah. October Halloween. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, go ahead and give you give you a shout out. Thank you so much. Don't want to sound sappy, but uh, I really do appreciate all the support, you guys. Uh, four mm-hmm. bucks a month. I'll tell you what, doesn't go unnoticed or unappreciated. So uh, yeah, man. So the least we can do is answer some of your ridiculous questions. On your monthly Boogie Monster Q and A, fucking, fucking Q, Q you right in the A. We used that one before. Uh-huh. And by A, I mean your asshole, Dave. You've had one sip of whiskey, uh-huh. and I'm not had drinking because I think I might have kidney stones. So Ooh. fuck yeah, let's party. My kidneys are haunted. <laughs> I got my kidneys haunted for Halloween. Dude, I hope you don't, man. That is that is some rough shit. I'm not excited about it. I'm going to ride it out for a little bit. Katie had kidney stones recently. Did they? <clears> yeah. She said she claims and she's not a bullshitter. She claims uh on the on the airplane ride uh going out to vacation I talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh she passed one the size of a quarter. And I was like, "Come on. You're exaggerating." She goes, "No, no." She went to the the airplane toilet and peed out a stone the size of a quarter. No. Yeah, that's what I said. There's no way. But she goes, no, no, I promise you, it was the size of a quarter. And I go, you, you're, you'd be dead. Yeah. 
It would have torn your urethra yeah. out of your body. But And we went round and round. And I go, no, just seriously, I've had kidney stones. Mm-hmm. Just tell me how big it was. She goes, Dave, it was the size of a goddamn quarter. No. Yeah. no I don't believe I her refuse. either. I refuse. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's uh, she'd been battling them for a while, so I, I knew I knew we were meant to be. V- very small stones, less than a quarter of an inch, or about five millimeters in size, usually can pass through a urinary tract. <laughs> what if she just? That's a whole marble. Yeah. What if she was? Marbles just, are smaller than quarters. What if she just took a dump. <laughs> it's a kidney stone. No, that's it's not a kidney stone. Yeah. She says it was the size of a quarter. And uh, yeah, I don't. Too big to be passed naturally is six to seven millimeters, uh, but between 0.23 to 0.27 of an inch. That's too large. That's a quarter inch. Quarter is like an inch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I passed one. I kept one a couple years ago. I got a. There's a picture of it on my Instagram. You make it. Looks like uh, looks like a um, uh, unground peppercorn. I fished it out. The oh, buddy. These, so this is the episode people are paying oh, for. We sorry. can't give them this sorry shit. About, sorry about that. We can't give them this horse shit. Seriously, dude, if you really think you have them, mm-hmm. and I've talked about this before, but uh, the asparagus remedy, it works. It really does. Just eat asparagus? Uh, get you a couple of cans of uh, canned asparagus and puree it. Blend that mm-hmm. shit up and uh, get you a big old mug of pureed asparagus, a, uh, a gallon of distilled water. I don't know why it has to be distilled, but distilled water and like uh, a liter of some sort of soda, Diet Coke, something. And uh, all within one hour, just drink. You got to drink all that shit because it just – and then this is part of my joke, but it's true. They want you to hop up and down some. Yeah. Yeah. Pounds it into the Uh system. So in an hour, try – and it's it's gruesome. Like you're going to want to puke. But uh, big old thing of pureed asparagus, distilled water, and, and cola. And uh, it'll it just tidal waves that shit out of there. Well, that's my that's my question. Mm-hmm. <sighs> What's going on, buddy? Other than the uh, possible kidney stones? Nothing. No, nothing. We just recorded. Yeah, I know, but you know, it's they don't. These know people that. are smarter than the illusion that, that we try to put on for them. Uh, it's not an illusion. I, I still care about you, even though we've been doing this. What all happened day. since the last episode? I got a glass of water. I took a piss. <laughs> I answered some emails. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. No. I, I. I. I got nothing going on. You got nothing. No, the kidney still things. That, that was what I was most concerned about. Why do you think you have that? You got some weird pain. My kidneys hurt. Hmm. Hmm. Outside, next to my spine, lower back. Hmm. Thought I pulled my bi- uh, my uh, my back out because I was bike riding, but <clears throat> I was stretching and everything. What's um? Have you ever had any medical issues? Any health issues other than the gout? Yeah, I got that gout thing. When I was little, I had like. Uh, Good God, what did I have when I was little? All kinds of dumb, weird rosacea on my face. What is rosacea? Just like, it wasn't even that. It was something else, but I like, like red welts. Huh. All over my neck. It looked like a rash. It looked like hives. Hmm. I had, uh, I told you about sweaty sock syndrome, right? No. My feet would get super dry and cracked and bleed. My wife calls me swamp foot. That's, it was, the doctor was like, oh, you'll put... I had to wear 
Ziploc bags at my feet filled with formaldehyde. Whoa. That's what I slept in. <laughs> Fucking stuff. The chemicals they use to preserve dead people, they had to put on my feet. Wow. I guess uh, maybe there's more of that stuff with little kids than you realize. Not having kids. Uh, us not having, Maybe there's like a lot more like, yeah, this is a new person adjusting to the world. Uh-huh. And stuff pops up, you know? Yeah. Your body hasn't... Uh, uh, Righted itself, but yeah, I had that. I How had, old were you? I was a little kid. It was like the only time I visited Los Angeles before I moved here. Really? I was probably maybe eight years old. Because hmm. I remember taking some meetings. Oh yeah, I was out here was just, uh, trying to work on some some contract negotiations. I remember walking around the pool and my feet were bleeding. And he's like, yeah, "What's wow. wrong with this kid?" Bloody <laughs> bloody footprints around a pool. No surgeries or anything. Nope, just bags full of formaldehyde. Huh. So yeah. Like that. Why? What'd you have? Uh, well, I told you about my dog shit knee. Yeah, that was gross. Yeah, I got dog shit in my knee wound. That was real rough. My knee got infected when I was like 13. Real rough, real gross. And then when I was uh, I was 27, I had a nut hernia. Did I tell you about my well, nut hernia? I, I had one of those. Yeah, I pulled my fucking nut. What'd you do? Got surgery. Applebee's paid for it. <laughs> I was working the kitchen at Applebee's. That's better than free free dinner on your birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They pay for my surgery. I was uh, I was lifting big old bags of something, and uh, and I pulled my fucking work related hernia. And uh, if you don't know what that is, so so here's here's my balls. Right, just imagine Kyle. Imagine my balls. Right. And then right behind my balls, Do they look like uh, regular balls. I got some, I got some baked potatoes, and uh, right behind my balls is a uh, is a wall of muscle. <laughs> I got muscular balls, and then right behind the wall of muscle oh, is is your lower intestine, and I tore that muscle wall, and my intestine was poking through the wall. I did that and. And, and poke in the backside of my balls. Did it, did it uh, fall out into your balls? I let mine go. I got mine uh, uh, from coughing real hard, smoking uh, bongs. Yeah, you told me. And, uh, yeah, it just dumped out into my balls. Oh. My intestine went into my balls. Yeah, mine was just like poke in my balls. So it was like that pain, like when you get kicked in the balls or punched in yeah. the balls. Uh, it was like that, but like constant for like two weeks, just 24-7, constant, steady ball pain. And then they went in and uh, they fixed the tear in the muscle wall. They put like a mesh. The mesh. You get the mesh. I mesh get some of that screen. mesh. Yeah. And I still got a weird sensation down there. Like where they. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Like, I, mean, I got a scar. I got a uh-uh. scar, but like it's like numb. Like if you in touch your balls? it. Not the balls. Like right like in the, the crack of my leg to my groin. You know, they, that's where they went in. And, the crotch uh, pit? Yeah. My, my crotch pit. Yeah. And uh, got a scar and it just, it just feels weird. It just still feels oh, weird to the touch. Well, that's what happens when you get the Applebee's right for your hernia <laughs> surgery. And I think I told you this story, but uh, I uh, my dad picked me up from the hospital. It wasn't an overnight surgery. It was just, uh, what do they call that, like uh, uh, outpatient? Outpatient, yeah. So, was, you know, I went in at like 8 in the morning. They did the thing, and like 2 or 3 in the afternoon, my dad come to pick me up, and uh, I was all doped up. And I, I go, he goes, uh, all right, all right, buddy, you ready to go home? And I was so doped up. I just went, and I don't cuss around my dad, or I didn't cuss around my dad. And I just go, dad, my fucking balls hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, 
Well, all right, buddy. Let's uh, let's get you in the car and get you home. <laughs> it's like my fucking balls hurt, and I couldn't for like a week. I couldn't stand upright. I was walking around like Ozzy Osbourne, just kind of all hunched over and just oh, real real tender. Yeah, I remember having to take it easy on that one. Oh, and I separated my collarbone. Mm. <clears throat> I did that one. How'd you do that? Shredding? Uh, no, I was uh, backyard wrestling, drunk, and I jumped off a fence to body slam somebody that just wasn't even there. And mm. I just popped. I didn't break my collarbone, but <clears throat> everything that holds it in just popped out. Oh, I dislocated uh, my shoulder twice during football. Oh, they just put that back in. You don't they go just to the doctor. Slam it right? up against the wall. Yeah, they just slam it up against the wall and really? popped it back in. Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. it's pretty gnarly. Yeah, a lot of dipshit injuries. Yeah. Well, buddy, I hope uh, I, I hope you don't get those those uh, kidney stones because they suck. Literally, the first time I got, I've had five or six, the first time, no shit, I literally thought I was dying because I didn't. I just, oh man, I, don't I, wanna, I didn't I think. Go on the road. Yeah, I, I gotta I, leave tomorrow. My girlfriend at the time, and we were living together, and I, I was just in the bathroom on the floor, and I was like, I, I think I'm dying. And uh, she drove me to the emergency room, and uh, I was in so much pain that I puked out the window on the way to the emergency room. Like, just the I shock. Know, oh, the oh. shock and the pain just did something to my stomach, and I just vomited all out the window. God Welcome damn. to the Boogie Monster. Well, this is the one. This is the paid-for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's, let's let's get through some of these. All right, we let's go tell. Let's. Oh, I always like to start with the very first one, the the person who responded first. So let's figure out what Brandon T asks us. Uh, Brandon T says, "When someone dies and become a ghost, why do they still have a, have on clothes? Shouldn't they be naked? That's a good question." No, I mean, the, the clothes I, I'm trying not to do because I've I've heard enough jokes about like yeah, you never see like a ghost wearing like a members only jacket. Like there's no '80s ghosts or anything. Yeah, yeah, there should be. That there's I mean, it's a joke, ghost. but like, why is that? That that's a that's a valid question. Why are there modern ghosts? Because the ghosts still think they're alive. They want. They're not just going dick out. <laughs> no, but I mean, like with the clothing, with the time period. But yeah, so they're getting dressed. Because maybe ghosts aren't as the kind of ghosts we think they are. Because they're energy that exists. They're not clothed individuals hmm. walking around. <laughs> Nude ghost haunting you. Double, double creepy. Boo. Check out my dog. Booner. <laughs> um, that's where I was going with it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I told you my my mom thinks my dad was hanging around the house. They've had uh, my mom and my sister in law who, who lived with my mom for three months until we moved her last week. Uh, well, now they still live together. Uh, they both saw some shit in that house. Oh, your sister in law, sister in law has seen orbs around my mom. She'll be talking to my mom, and she'll see. She says about five times. Really, just she, she'd be talking to my mom, and she would see weird orbs. Around my mom, and then uh, my mom. Oh, I did. I haven't told you this one. This was new. The night before we moved my mom out of her house yeah. up to Indiana, my mom claims, and my mom's you know she's a goober, but she's not yeah. a bullshitter. <laughs> she claims she saw dad walk walk on the porch on the outside, yeah. outside of the house. She saw because my dad used to always wear these little little flannel shirts, not flannel, but like plaid, yeah, like shirts. short sleeve yeah. old man Walmart shirts 
And my mom said real quickly, she was having her morning coffee the day before we were moving. And uh, she's got this ramp in the back of the house mm-hmm. that she would roll up to and exit the back of the house. And she's sitting there at the kitchen table. And in her peripheral, she saw real quick uh, a person walk by in a plaid shirt. Yeah. So All right. Weird. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Stuff's going on over there. Yeah. Well, here's the question, though. Uh, right. We just moved her. Obviously, yeah. I've talked about that. Do you think if is he going to show up there, even though he's never I, been there? All the stuff that I've heard about, it's usually like malicious spirits follow somebody. It seems like the it seems like benign spirits stay with a, a, a location, mm-hmm. but malicious ones always seem like not always, but those are the ones that seem to follow people, huh? So I don't know. I kind of like the idea of my dad just hanging out, you know? Yeah. Probably like Indiana, right? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, nice he would town. enjoy it. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I mean, it's uh, and if he's got the clothes on, I mean, I, the power of the mind when a loved one passes away, you know, I'm not going to underestimate that either mm-hmm. of what your own mind can True. create for you to see. True. But your sister-in-law seeing orbs. I mean, that's more of what I would think something. Not, and not pictures. I'm not going to believe any pictures of an orb is dust on your lens. Mm-hmm. But that's like, oh, it's like, yeah, there's energy left in the universe. The energy that makes you get up and move around now. You know, there's your science. You can't create or destroy energy. Some people are like, well, the energy is like when <clears throat> that person is buried and they are consumed by the earth and the elements that's the energy being mm-hmm. trans transferred into the worms or what have you or if you're cremated you get transferred into you know it's heat and light mm-hmm. so i don't know that's, that's where i'm going with it i don't I don't know about the clothes thing though yeah I just think, I don't think well why go, would they it, be it, naked though he said shouldn't they be naked like no why you're not naked now yeah unless they died naked but yeah. I think even then, I think it's more of like if if you were a nudist, nudist ghost, ghost at the nudist colony. By the way, I'm a little, I'm starting to get a little buzzed. I, I called him Brandon T. It's a Braden T. Sorry, Braden. Braden. You had two oh. sips of this thing. So, so, no, I, I filled that sucker up pretty good, and now it's it's disappearing. Speaking of ghost, there's a, there's a. <clears throat> all right. What else we got? All right. Um, I mean, it's a good one here. <clears throat> Eric Wentz. Underwater aliens. Have you guys heard of the Google Earth anomaly off of Malibu or the Navy setting of something churning in the water in 2004? We did talk about that one. We did? Give, uh, something about Navy seeing some, I forget within which topic we were discussing. Huh. But given the expanse of the ocean, is this more plausible than underground aliens? Absolutely. <laughs> I would say yes. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. The ocean... Uh, we can't guess what – it's just the same as space. You don't know what's down there. You don't know what is adapted to yeah. existing underwater mm-hmm. or if aliens are like, oh, we're going to hide, but we can just stash our ship down here. You know? I, yeah. The Absolutely. And all this talk now that – what's the new big thing? And Bree's like, oh, we, we have to act soon or the environment is going to – yeah, I've been hearing a lot of that talk in the last week, but I don't know what what spawned that talk. UN report. the UN United Nations Climate Report. 
saying a uh, strong risk of crisis as early as 2040. I mean, yeah. Yeah, the earth is taking itself back. Yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. Said it before. I'm not even kidding. I'm not trying to make it worse. I'm not trying to be a dickhead, but maybe we're past the tipping point, and uh, the earth is reclaiming itself. Being that- like, all right, you guys you guys partied in my house enough, Yeah, and now I, I want you gone. Yeah. So. 2040, I'll be... Uh- I'll be 63. That's about when I think I'm going to die anyway. I think I'm going to die. Time to get rad, everybody. I think I'm going to die in my early 60s. And based on that, I've got, oh, got about 20 good years left. Yeah. So have I'm a just, good old time just with gonna it. max it out. Have a good old goddamn time yeah. with it. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, everybody's freaking out. Like, we're just like what? Stop. Uh, that's, the, that's very pessimistic. I mean, but I'm like, what? Yeah, it's got, it had to come to an end. Mm-hmm. What arrogance. Yeah. No, no, the human race will live forever. No, we we made ourselves extinct. We extincted ourselves. We've extinguished the human race. Yeah. Whoops. Oops. That was what what was somebody said like given all the all the possibilities of the planets and the, the expanse of the universe that the likelihood of a something similar to our earth that could host life forms similar to our own. Think of how many have just Came and gone in the time frame, mm-hmm. uh, the, the age of the universe, that an Earth, a, a parallel universe, Earth, existed and did the same thing that we're doing now. Yeah. But we're so goddamn special. Oh, yeah, we're special. And we're smart. We know it we're all. We're smart and we're special. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know, what was the question on that one? You got real a good bummer on that one. Is that know. still about? Oh, no, the underwater aliens. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, ab- what a great place to to have a uh, base and to hide UFOs is in the depths of the ocean. We don't know what the what fuck's about going ju- on I mean, there. the government has to have some underwater shit going on because nobody, no civilians are coming up with the stuff to go dick around out there. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, how many commercial submarines in the world? They're unnecessary and impractical and not cost effective. Yeah. What? So you could just give a tour ride? Yeah. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to look up how many how many commercial <clears throat> submarines are in the world. Oh, they said ocean. That's a good one, too. The world. Other than the world. Oh. Well, this is... This is just about the Navy. Whatever. That's, that's my take that, yes, there's shit down there. And we sh- Yeah. You got it, Eric. <laughs> Agreed. You got it, Eric. Um, all right, where are we at here? Where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, Tim Param asks, who's your favorite songwriter? Ignoring the rest of the band, just who do you think is the best lyricist? <clears throat> Ooh. So you're, you're more of a punk rock guy. Uh, are yeah, there any not, punk bands uh, known for, like, I know punk is all about the energy and the ethos and... But are there, are there punk bands that are known for like, oh man, they can really uh, I mean, spin a yarn? Uh, you know, yeah, everybody loves the bad religion where you got to look up half the words. Oh, really? Because the guy's so smart. And like, what, Who's that? What? Is that Tim Armstrong? No, that's Oh, Rancid. that's Rancid. It's yeah, Greg, Greg. Is it Greg? I, I always like bad Greg religion. Graffin. I think it's Greg Graffin. Yeah, he's like a doctorate and 
<clears throat> is that Ruby Soho? Who, who did That's Ruby? Rancid. That's Rancid. Greg Graffin. Yeah, is I get uh, I get Bad Religion and Rancid confused. It's it's understandable. Mm-hmm. I always like old Josh Caterer from The Smoking Pope. <laughs> oh yeah, thought he can uh, he can really work his words mm-hmm. into something beautiful. Um, I think uh, I'm trying to think of who really had good turns of phrase. You know, the, yeah, the, the punk music it was really like the music backing it. Some people are like, oh, the, the lyrics of this. I'm like, yeah, this, boor- this song sucks. Mm-hmm. The lyrics are great, but they are, they're not like, when, oh, I saw Strung Out in Santa Cruz. And they're like just a fat records band. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we're going to slow it down. They all picked up acoustic guitars. And everybody there was like, don't do this, please. Yeah. They played one song, and I think they picked up on the vibe. Like, okay, yeah, you're right. Sorry about that. Um, I don't know. What, what do you got, Dave? Who do you like? Well, I'm a big uh, alt country fan. Yeah. And alt Those country guys is. Know how to write a yeah. Tune. Some of the better guys are really known for that. And uh, I've made. Uh, it's no secret. I mean, my favorite band is Drive by Truckers. But even within that band, that is a coin toss. Currently, you got uh, Patton. Uh, Pat, I almost said Patton Oswalt, Patterson Hood, mm-hmm. and Mike Cooley, and then uh, not even to mention the their their ex bandmate Jason Isbell, who's gone yeah, on to I those mean, guys. All are. three of those dudes, incredible songwriters. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a coin flip. I, I like all three of them. Uh, Mike Cooley, he comes to mind. Like that dude can just something about the way he spins a phrase. Uh, one of my favorite lyrics is the opening. Uh, on their album Decoration Day, they have a song called um, "Is It Marry Me," and uh, the opening line is "My Daddy Didn't Pull Out and He Never Apologized." Uh, rock and roll means well, but it can't help telling young boys lies. Uh, I mean, just Mike Cooley's just the man. That, that for for all the you know knocking country like a good country song, mm-hmm. probably that's like that's when music's like oof. Yeah, this is a story and it's a sad one because I love country music, but. Country isn't music. It's not known for its musicality. You know, I enjoy yeah. the sound of it. But when you're talking country or alt country, you're you're talking songwriting and lyrics. And uh, but yeah, pro- I, I don't know. Mike Cooley, yeah. Mike Cooley, probably my favorite. Uh, Patterson Hood, right there with him. I mean, just the way those guys can can tell a story and they take uh, they're big into like southern folklore and southern history and. You know, uh, weird true crime of the South, and, and they can just they can take a story and just turn it into a song, and it's just it's just goddamn beautiful. Another guy who I'm really into right now, and I've talked about this before, I think, but uh, Tyler Childers uh, out of Kentucky, I believe um, Sturgill Simpson is the one who kind of discovered him, produced his first album. But man, Tyler Childers, um, that dude can write a song, beautiful voice. And one of his songs called uh, Charleston Girl, he goes, I can't tell if it's the wine or the coke that makes her sound like her jaw is broke. She's working hard to make some sense, but she ain't got a dime. Like, <laughs> that dude, man, that's, that's yeah. some good no, shit. I, <laughs> I uh, yeah. Working, okay. Working hard to make some mm. sense, but she ain't got a dime. But yeah, so yeah, Mike Cooley, Patterson Hood, Jason Isbell, Tyler Childers, Sturgill's a great songwriter. Those are my guys right now when I think of a songwriter. And in the past, you're talking uh, John Prime. Smart words, dumb accents. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's so funny. I'm just being a dickhead. (laughs) Patterson has a great line, and maybe my favorite Drive by Trucker songs from the same album I just mentioned, Decoration Day, a song called Sinkhole. It's like the most... Mm. 
It's the mo- I know it sounds weird, but it's the most metal riff in a country song. Yeah. Like it's country, but it's just got this thick riff. But Patterson sings. Um, he thinks I ain't got a lick of sense because my money. Because he thinks I ain't got a lick of sense because I talk slow and my money's spent. Mm-hmm. Like you know, just yeah, I got a fucking accent, but I ain't a dumb ice. And um, yeah, man. Well, right. I could go on and on about but I all could tell. stuff, but I, I love it. But yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, here's just a good one from Phil Schultz. General question. What the fuck is up with the world right now? Seriously, <laughs> just answered it. I read your question after I gave you the answer. It's done. What is going on? <laughs> I, I mean, is it the end times? Well, no. Well, here's a better question. Everybody thinks that. And we're not we're not political on this show, but we have opinions, and yeah. we shouldn't suppress them. But like, is it possible to have a more ridiculous president than Trump? I mean, where do we Knock go on from board here? Right now, where do we go from here? Knock on that table, Dave. What a fucking doofus, man! Even if you are Republican, like, how do you defend the guy? Because He's a fucking doofus. Because there's tr- it's capitalist. Because there's trade agreements that are. I I I, I, I refuse to poison uh, our final years on Earth with worrying about these fucking idiots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it, it's they're protecting theirs. Hmm. Is that that's they're, what it is? I think they're protecting theirs. Hmm. I mean, even though they're fucking rich white billionaires, they're still looking like. It's all coming for us. So they're protecting theirs. Mm. You know, it's like a cornered animal. Even though that cornered animal is the 1% richest of the whole country, that's how that's going. I just don't know how you take him seriously. <clears throat> like, listen to his speeches and his rallies. But they're like- stripping away all that and looking at what he's doing with trade and all this tariff bullshit that they think mm-hmm. is going to boost uh you know stateside manufacturing and i don't know i'm talking at my ass. I, I i what's wrong with the world right now is i think ironically enough that you're listening to this i think the internet killed the human race hmm. i think uh possibly Maybe the, uh, you know, ideally it was seen as this way to share information and it is wonderful in that way. But I think it's, uh, I think maybe it's killed or maybe the world is just as good or bad as it's always been, but people are now hyper aware of it. That's a good point. You know, they're constantly, that was my thing. I was waking up reading the news and I'd be in a bad mood and be like, the world's fucked. Yeah. Well, wasn't it fucked before I could just go on my phone from bed and look at the news? Didn't people think it was fucked in the 80s, you know, and then the stock market, Black Friday crash, and the economy was shitty and all that stuff? Yeah, if I constantly wanted to look at that stuff online, I would think that way. Now everybody gets an opinion, so you think, like, you know, I'd, I'd get caught up in the same shit. I look at, like, negative YouTube comments or something on a video, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, everybody fucking hates me for this. No, the, the however many fucking psychos that still leave youtube comments cared about that yeah if you you know what if you if you live your life where you don't know anybody who leaves youtube comments you have a good social circle imagine leaving a youtube comment they're children 
Uh, but but maybe, like I said, maybe you know you'd think the internet would be like, oh, there's this, you know, there's starvation in this country. Like when you could rally together enough people because you know the Haitian earthquake, which they had another one the other night. Never even heard about it. Mm. You realize that? That's how much other shit's going on. Uh, but like, oh. Donate, help out with this. Oh, you know, artistic projects can be exposed to such a larger audience. There's great things, but uh, I don't know. I don't well, know where I'm going with this, it's man. Not a, it's not an uncommon thought, and I think you've said it many times, but with the internet, everybody has a voice. Mm-hmm. Every, and not everybody needs a voice. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and Trump, like, he's a fucking distract. All his shit, that's a distraction. You know, he's a fucking, he's the fucking hood ornament. Mm-hmm. He's some glitzy, shiny thing to pay attention to while the operation goes to shit. Yeah, that's true. Hey, speaking of which, uh, man, have you seen the trailer for the movie Vice? Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, is that the Dick Cheney movie? I want to see that. That'll it's funny because like, he was like so sinister, and now it's like, yeah, we got other shit going on, right? <laughs> yeah, that looks good. But we got to answer a lot of these questions, Dave. Chris Oleus, I hope I pronounced that right. Oleus, uh, you both are LA guys. Filipino food is coming up in a big way. What's your guys' take on Filipino food? If you uh, do, you know much about Filipino I food? Don't. I, I don't. I don't either. I have recently been exposed to it because uh, our buddy Carl Hess treated me a few months ago to a uh, nice Filipino barbecue restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, and I've gone several times since then here in L.A. It's called the Park's Finest Barbecue in, oh, I've heard about in Echo Park, and oh boy, it's uh, basically American-style barbecue, but done in a Filipino way with some of their spices and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, man, they got this beef short rib that's amazing, they got this thing, uh, coconut beef uh, they have the elote, which I know that's more Mexican, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I did that, and uh, that got me thinking about Filipino food. That was my first exposure, even though I know that's not, like, traditional, you know, you know, 100% legit Filipino food. Uh, I then went to uh, some spot right there at um, uh, uh, what Vermont in Santa Monica, you know, where the staples. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that little – in that little strip center, there's uh, just a little hole-in-the-wall Filipino joint that I've been to a couple times uh, where they got, like, adobe chicken and some shit I can't even remember. But just uh, – man, yeah, I'm a fan. I, I like – I don't know anything about it, but uh, my little exposure to it, I've uh, – it's been well-received by my, <clears throat> my mouth and my gut. All right. Well, so, I've yeah. never had it, so yeah. i got to check it out. So, yeah, you got to get on some <clears throat> Filipino food. Danielle McCammett. Says, make up your own cryptid. I saw this one, immediately knew what it would be. Giant kitten. <laughs> like, not... Like 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 an eight-foot kitten? Or even if it was the size of, like, a lion or something. Uh-huh. But, but a kitten. The mentality of a kitten. Because yeah. cats get older and they're shitty and they're just worried about hunting. Yeah. But just a, bit, a playful one. Just, oh, Big, fun, God. soft, same features as a kitten. That's that is amazing. Say. Giant kitten. Dude. Yep. Way to go. What do you got? You got something? <laughs> uh, well, you know what? No, normally we don't 
double down from the same person, but why not Tim Parham? I was going to say, you didn't want to make up a cryptid? He's, uh, oh, oh, I thought you meant moving on. Uh, make up a, I mean, I don't know, I, don't, I can't do anything better than that, dude. Bigfoot with big old titties. What if you had a, ooh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I like big gals, and I don't mean necessarily heavy gals, but my gal is a tall gal. What if, what if you stature. had? What if you had? What if you had a smooth lady Bigfoot? What if you had an eight foot tall, hairless, big titty Bigfoot? I mean, <laughs> big titty Bigfoot. Uh, put that on a t shirt. Bigfoot, it's just big tits. Big titty big. You know, it's in the woods up there. Big tits. <laughs> And it's just an ape with huge cans. I like a tall gal, man. The legend of Amazonian Amazonian woman, man. But yeah, what if, what if what if you had a smooth lady Bigfoot? So alopecia female Bigfoot. I got no problem with that. All right, next question. <laughs> uh, Tim Parham. I know we just did him uh, ask this question, but it's a good question. Uh, curly fries, shoestring fries, waffle fries, steak fries. How Ooh, do you rank them? Fuck waffle fries. Fuck waffle fries. I was going to say fuck steak fries. Mary shoestring fries. <laughs> fuck steak fries. Big steak fries are the big ones, right? Yeah, big. Just that's ugh. good. You know what? If you got like a lot of dipping sauces, okay. Um, but yeah, I would put steak fries at the back end. You know what? And I'll go ahead and say this: uh, I'm not going to say fuck curly fries, but I am going to say fuck the batter on your standard curly. Fry. I was just going to say, why do they always have to have like a seasoning? Is that it to- red Arby's curly fry yeah, batter? Why is there checkers? Never, yeah, why are they never just like regular fries? Like they can't fry them that way? No, they can, but they just. <laughs> I farted. Your timing on your farts is so good. I got them full. I got a lot of Indian food. But you ate Indian food today? Yeah. Where? Leftovers from last night. Anarkali. Where's that? Uh, I think it's on Melrose. What'd you get? Veggie veggie masala and some sort of uh, breaded fried mushroom thing. Yeah. That was real good. For vegetarians... The most fun you're going to have as a vegetarian is Indian food. Yeah, I mean, I've been eating them the veggie burgers with fat burger Mm because I just like all the way they put all the stuff on Mm -hmm. there. Pretty good. Yeah, I've been eating that. But yeah, going back to the fries, what is the deal? I I don't give a shit about that red batter that uh, Arby's uses on their curly fries Mm -hmm. and and checkers and what's the the what's the West Coast checker rallies. Uses on the regular. I think fries. it's got to be something to keep them together. So, like you're getting these fries frozen, right? You're getting frozen curly. Obviously, fries. yeah. Maybe it's something they do to them to keep them from not just breaking into tiny bits. It's like like it's like a cohesive aspect to that batter. But I agree. I like a non-red batter curly fry. Uh, there was a chain, and I don't know if they're still around, but in Georgia, uh, back in the nineties. There was a place called Buffalo's, not Buffalo Wild Wings. It was just called Buffalo's. Mm-hmm. They did their specialty was chicken wings, but it was not Buffalo Wild Wings. It was just called Buffalo's. That's where sued out of existence. That's where I uh, ate eighty-two chicken wings in one sitting. Uh, oh, they used boy. to have bash night. Anybody 
Anybody remember back in the day, Buffalo's Bash on, Night? You'd bring your gay cousin to the parking lot. Just <laughs> Wednesday night was Bash Night. It was like eight ninety nine. Homo out of him over at Buffalo. Eight ninety nine. All you could eat wings. When I was a senior in high school, me and a bunch of my football buddies went down and we fucking went to town. I ate eighty two goddamn buffalo wings and lost. Didn't win. Really? My buddy beat me. Uh, but they would have <laughs> I don't know. They would have just regular French fry curly fries. Mm. And they were so goddamn good. Just not the red batter bullshit, but just fresh you know, you could tell they made them there. They weren't frozen. Curly fries. Dip them in the ranch and the blue cheese that came with the wings. Oh, my God. That's where I would see a steak fry coming in. If you already got sauces and stuff, you could mm-hmm. get a variety of sauces. I would like a steak fry. That's good for mm-hmm. dipping. <laughs> so to answer this question, I would rank them. Um, I would rank them exactly how he's got them. I would go curly fries one, shoestring fries two, waffle fries three, steak fries four. I don't know about you. Shoestring is that just regular fries or is that super skinny? Those are fries? like uh, steak and shake, those little skinny ones. Or maybe even those In and Out Burger could be considered yeah, those the shoestring. Top. Those are top for me. Those shoe are the top for you? Burger. Okay. Yeah. Shoestrings, curly fry, waffle fry, tie for second, okay. steak fries in the back. Right on. Let's get a ghost one. What do you got? Oh, wait. What is this? This is a great name. Sadillac de Prescolade. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Hell yeah, solid handle. <laughs> that is good. If you could download your brain and exist as a file, you think that tech would look like a player piano 20 years post-fact? I have no idea what he just asked. I think uh, what he's asking, he or she is asking, if you could download... That tech would look like a player piano. You figure that out. I'm going to get some more bourbon. Can I have some more of your bullet? Yeah, it's Rachel's, but you could have it. She doesn't care? I brought her some uh, chili. That's uh, a good trade. Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. I think if you... if you uh, What? What tech? What tech would look like a player piano? I, this question got me over my head. I don't know. I, well, that's the ones that I like when the saloon has the automatic playing pianos. Oh. But that's what I don't know. Like, like, is that what you think the technology now would look like in 20 years? If we're gonna, I'm confused on what the exact question is. I just got intrigued by the first part of downloading everything. Like, you're backing up your computer. Like, here's you at 40 years old that you can just boot into a new human being. And I was thinking of that uh, in that way. That's interesting to think that, you know, there's a cloud that you could just upload your existence, which isn't that just Westworld anyway? I don't know. I haven't haven't watched that one in a while. I don't know. It's a good question. It's a little bit too, too smart for us. Should I, should I answer the question right above that one? Should I just go for it? Yeah, you should just go for it, Dave. Fuck it. All right. Oh, boy. Victor Bernal. Bernal? Bernal? Dave, on one of the Patreon Q&As, you're going to say one of your jobs you once had that you were on the fence on, whether to share it oh, with all you, of us. Oh, I didn't read this. Well, that's why I asked you. Should I, should I answer that? Or I, was, I... I was scrolling around. It should, be more, it should be bigger. We'll talk about it. Should I save it? You're just drunk and spilling beans right yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. 
All right, I'll save it. Sorry, Victor. Make a save. Make a save it. That's why I asked. Well, I didn't read it. I was just like, yeah, answer <laughs> some other dumb shit. Go for it, boozy. Well, he's got a second part. You and Dave compete on a live as a duo, which they have done. How long do you think you two will survive? How would we do on that? I think we could do okay. But then that's which one's alive? I know alone. Yeah, which one is? Uh, maybe, that's what maybe I thought. He's he meant. the same one. I mean, of uh, but in true honesty, none of us have outdoor experience. I mean, I've hunted. I could kill something. That's yeah, two I'm not different things yeah. from having a gun to using thread from your underpants and a stick <laughs> that's going to swing down like a pendulum and stab an egret through its heart. <laughs> What's an egret? I'm pretty sure it's a bird. Oh. I was thinking it was like a weird rodent. They mentioned it on Ozark. <laughs> like, that's probably a bird. I'll say that. It'll make me sound smart. And then you got to back it up, make me look like a dickhead. So, I don't, I mean, I think we'd get a, I don't know, you'd get hungry real quick. <laughs> make you nervous? <laughs> I think you would just get fed up with the repetition of what's available to eat. Yeah. I don't think – I think if anything, you'd, you'd be the one to just get poisoned right away because like, I look like it would really spice things up. And then you would just put the wrong thing in a dish. My first priority, it, I would be looking for a wild boar. If there were boar in that area, I'd get a hold of a wild boar, <clears throat> got some barbecue. Of course, then I'm not going to have access to spices. What good is, uh, is is that's what I'm saying. You're gonna start p- picking leaves and berries to spice up a dish, and next thing you know, you you, you shit your kidneys out. Mm. So I, I I mean I think we can make make it a week before you get bored of the food and <clears throat> I just perish through lack of skill. I know we could. I know I know we could do a week. Unlike what season was it with that dude? That one dude that was all cocky. And he, oh. the first night, he didn't even last one night. That was like, that. well, that's Fuck like you that could guy. tell they picked this. Oh, this guy's real arrogant. Like, But if you're going to be that arrogant, you've got to at least make it through the first night. Dude. Yeah. I every, can't even remember what it was that made him crumble. He just saw bear shit as soon as he got off the boat. That's what it was. He got scared of a bear. Yeah, they picked him strategically. They knew who he was going to be. Trixie Emerson. That's a good name. Dave. You got any advice for someone looking to live the van life? Hmm. Also, Kyle, how do you feel about someone as old as your comedy career supporting your podcast? Wait. How do you that. feel about that what somebody that that's twenty years old listening to me? Because my comedy career is 20, oh, 19 years old. Okay. I say great. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate the young people taking an interest in what us old timers have to offer. Um, advice for someone looking to live the van life, like. Well, what first of all, what's your intention? Why are you living in a van? You know, are you trying to pursue a comedy career and you can't afford to to pay rent in Los Angeles, or are you on the run from the could law? Be, get down on your luck. What could you, be. Well, I'll give you from my it perspective. Um, I mean, that's such a broad question. Advice for looking. All right. Well, all right. I'll narrow it down to this. As far as park parking spots. All right. On the road, if you're traveling cross-country or whatever, um, uh, truck stops and Walmart, that's your go-to. 
truck stops and Walmart. Just don't run into any serial killers from last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you're living in a city like I was in Los Angeles, parking spots, you want to find a neighborhood, uh, kind of a middle-of-the-road neighborhood, meaning, all right, I could park in Beverly Hills and that would be safe, right? But in Beverly Hills, I'm going to stick out like a sore thumb. All these rich people are going to be like, what's that fucking weird van doing parked in front of my $5 million house? And then eventually the cops are going to get called on you. On Skid Row, I'm not going to stick out. No one's going to give a fuck about that weird van, but it's a dangerous area. Harvest your organs. And people are going to try to break in and steal your shit because I lived in a, a uh, Econoline van that looked like a work truck. And I got broken into twice, and I'm convinced that both times they were breaking in because they thought it was like a plumber's van and there were tools and shit in there that they could steal. So the trick is to find a neighborhood that is safe but not necessarily too nice. So, for example, I used to live in Los Feliz. That's a safe kind of neighborhood, but it's not like affluent to where like everybody's going to worry about what you're doing, like a bunch of nosy park neighbors. In an industrial area. Yeah, and then that was my second part. You don't want to park directly in someone's in front of someone's apartment or their house. You want to find like either an industrial area or like a, like a place. For example, you know the terrain. Hillhurst and Clayton, I oh, right there. On, that was my favorite street because to my left was a fire department. They didn't give a shit what I was doing. Yeah, and everybody to, wants to live next to a fire department. <laughs> and to my right was a vacant parking lot. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to worry about people looking out their window of their nice condos or apartments. <laughs> worried about, God damn. That's yeah. a good one. Rough. That's a good toot. Rough. Um, so, yeah, to answer your question, it's all about those parking spots. So find a neighborhood that is that you're not going to get robbed or broken into, but you're also not going to have the cops called on you every other day. So Yeah, you've, you've, you've gone into depth. Yeah. So there. That's in previous episodes, have a good emergency shit kit available. Shit kit's important. Know your twenty-four hour toilets. So, yeah. Um, and also, basically, the overall point is be stealthy. You don't want people to know that you're living in that van. You want a nondescript van because. Yeah, don't start a podcast where you tell everybody you live in a van. Or <laughs> like anything. I said, if people know you live in a van, the neighbors are going to get nervous because you're living in a van in front of their house. And homeless people and criminals are going to know that even though you're down on your luck and you're living in a van, you're still going to have all your earthly possessions in that vehicle. And you might have a laptop or something of value that they could break in and steal. So the key is to just be stealthy and uh, make it look like an unoccupied van. All right. <laughs> I, anus man. Anus man? Apparently this question has been asked before. We haven't answered it because he, he, he or she wrote, I'm going to keep posting this until it's been answered. Okay. A man clones himself so perfect that even the mole on his left ass cheek is the, in the exact same spot. Right after cloning himself, this guy decides to jerk off his clone. Is it considered gay or masturbation? I don't remember this question. Uh, I feel like I would uh, remember this yeah, one. Yeah, I don't either, but I would say uh, trying to understand the idea that sexuality is a uh, spectrum, uh, is fluid, that you can kind of be 80-20 straight gay, you know? Nuh-uh, dude. You know? Yeah. No be, way, dude. I'm so 100% straight. I, I don't even look at my own dick when I, I pee. I looped over, looped over, <laughs> full-blown gay now. Um, so is it gay if you jack off your clone? That's what he's saying? My problem, since we're already dealing with a technically strange question, is uh, 
now you're going to clone yourself, but how are you cloning it? Are you creating it from new? Are you creating? So now you're just going to wait for this kid that's you to grow up <laughs> to get of age. to a legal age. <laughs> So you're going to sit there 18 years just going, eventually I'm going to jerk this kid off. That's the creepier part to this Mm -hmm. for me. Is that how that works, though? Like if you clone – I just thought if you clone yourself, you're you're modern-day self. But I don't – see what they have now, like where they're cloning dogs or they're cloning your pet. But they harvest, they take cells from your dead pet, and then you have a puppy that grows into your old pet. Okay, so that's how that works? So, yeah. Oh, well, that, okay. I don't know if that's how it works. That's what I heard. Huh. I don't know how any shit works. You know they're cloning people. They've already cloned sheep. Yeah. You know they've done it with people. So when they clone a sheep, the the clone starts from birth, from an infant. Yeah, it didn't just show up a whole sheep. I guess so, yeah. I never thought about it that far. It's not like they just put it in a big box. Like take a hair and they just open up the box. There's old sheep. Well, it's kind of like that other question. Like just gestate. If you could suck your own dick, does that mean you're gay? Because you're still sucking a dick. No, because you jerk yourself off all the time. Then that's true. Yeah, you're right. I I touch a wiener almost every day. But if it's cloning, if it's another thing, but it's you. But what's your urge to do? Like, is it your urge because you want to touch another dick? Because then you could just go touch dicks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and no, it's not masturbation. That's masturbation for the self. <clears throat> hmm. Now, I will eliminate the idea of masturbation, but is it considered gay? I don't know about that because it's you. I think it's more vanity. Hmm. All right, then. And why are you just jerking off your clone? Like, just go whole hog and and bang up, you know? Like, you waited that long, you went through all that science just to give Dole out a hand job? Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's what you're getting for the answer to that. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> Uh, Burley Gates asked, Dave, you mentioned James Gregory several times on the Boogie Monster. What are your thoughts on Jerry Clower? Funny you should ask. I recently was exploring his catalog. I grew up on Jerry Clower. Do you know who Jerry Clower is? He's one of the only people whose names still pop up on the iTunes comedy charts. That's true. He was a fertilizer, fertilizer, fertilizer salesman. No. He uh, he became a comic later in his life. He was he, a shit salesman. That yeah, he was, I think he's from Mississippi, and uh, he was big back in the uh, '60s and '70s. Old Southern guy, and uh, as a when I was growing up, I was exposed to him, and I was like, "Oh, this is charming." He's an old Southern guy who's kind of a storyteller type comic. But now that I myself am a comic, I went back and uh, really dug through his catalog, and uh, he's a great storyteller. And he's charming, and he's you know he's very southern. And he's got that southern charm, and but uh, from a comedian's perspective, he's doing what you shouldn't do. He he's the opposite of you, Kyle. I, I always tell people you're a great storyteller. And here's the problem: like when you start comedy, people want to tell stories, right? Like a lot of like when I started, I wanted to tell all these stories and stuff. But the thing about telling a story, as you know, 
you you tell the story, but you got to have laughs along the way. You got to have yeah. a lot of you got to have a lot of jokes and punchlines throughout the story. Well, Jerry Clower is a great storyteller, but it's one long story with one mediocre punchline at the end. If you're going to tell a seven minute story, you got to have more than one punchline, and I, I feel like that's. Uh, that's my opinion on Jerry Clower. He tells these eight, ten-minute stories, and they're interesting, but the laugh, there's one laugh locked and loaded at the very Still end. The top 15 sales on iTunes. Yep. So somebody somebody loves that slow pace. Yeah. So Glasses comedy. Um, technically, from a, from a comedy perspective, not a huge fan. Like, I appreciate the storytelling. I appreciate the Southern charm. But uh, he could have used uh, some. He 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 should have recorded some of his sets and punched them up. But uh, yeah, it's it's a long story with one half-ass punchline at the end. So that's my opinion on Jerry Clower. <clears throat> Don't know it. Jerry Clower and Filipino food. I'll have to make a night of it. <laughs> Alexandra Honesto, Honesto, Honesto. <clears throat> Asks, if you could access definitive evidence of one theory, Bigfoot, vampires, aliens on Earth, time travelers, which would you choose? Also, have you watched Black Mirror? How far would you like to see technology go in your lifetime? Interesting to think that. Um, defi- definitive evidence. I, I'm still saying we have aliens from that. Time travelers. I would like to see that being proven. But mm-hmm. I don't. if you proved it, then it would collapse everything. Because I don't think we would have the uh, morality or mental wherewithal to not fuck up the folds of time. Hmm. You know, the back to the future shit. Yeah. Somebody coming back, spilling the beans, and it screws up the future, and then they are eliminated. Yeah, we would most definitely exploit it to our advantage. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It would be militarized. Uh, but how far would you like to see technology go in your lifetime? Well, I think all our lifetimes might be the same at this point. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Obviously, in lieu of that UN climate report, it would be nice to see some, you know, obviously all these scientists are working real hard to figure out how to stop all this shit, you know, everything that's causing the demise of our planet. And on the other side, you got, it's like, everyone is like, oh boy, well, the planet's dying in 2040, it's going to be critical mass, and everything's going to shit. And then there's the next article, it's like, fuck, robots are looking real human-like. <laughs> and I bet you, I mean, we're going to get a sentient fuck robot that has the answer to climate change. That's how far I'd like to see technology go. I want to see these fuck robots just get past the roles they were created for. And get out there and do some good. Hmm. You know? When's, truly, though, like, jokes, like, like, thinking about, like, what's the morality of how you treat robots? <laughs> like, now you've created this thing that can are starting to express emotions or so. Like, oh, yeah, now there's going to be uh, things put in place. Oh, fuck. Oh, I can't remember shit. But just morality concerning AI, hmm. like uh, what it's allowed to do and manipulate people, and also how, like, okay, the human in charge saying, "Well, yeah, this thing," just the whole argument, like the self-driving cars. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's in front of a self-driving car, who, what life does the car prioritize? Yeah, save the person in the vehicle or avoid hitting the person that's outside the vehicle. Yeah, so it's along that lines. 
I don't even know. I'm feeling pessimistic today, Alexandra. Uh, but uh, I don't know if this falls under technology, but like I'd like to see these fuck robots get you know go back to community college, get their uh, degree. I'd like to see like medicine, you know, like you know, let's let's get a cure for cancer. Yeah, you know, and I'm. You know, the rumor is that we've had a cure for a long time. But, oh, but somebody can make money off of exactly. it. Exactly. Or just the nanobots that they'll release into your body mm-hmm. that will, like, remove tumors from the inside. Yeah. It's just the idea of what's out there that we're not allowed to see. Yeah. Oh, man. It's got to be so much. Um. All right, moving on. You done with that one? Yeah. Uh, good question. Yeah, good question. Chad Newsome asked, what's your favorite Halloween memory and the coolest thing you got trick-or-treating? Mine was a can of Pepsi. <laughs> That's kind of great. That is well, good. That's solid. Like if solid. it was a cold one, you're out trick-or-treating, yeah. it's a hot day. Fucking 12-ounce can of Pepsi, even though I'm not a Pepsi guy. I'm more of a Coke guy, but, you know, hey. Uh, also, what's the best time to go to Hall and Ray's if you want to avoid the line? Does such a time even exist? Yes, it does. Uh, they may have extended their hours to seven i'm not sure uh traditionally follow them online traditionally they close at four um i follow them online on twitter and they're always giving out these updates like hey guys uh, only a 20 minute wait right now yeah. um best time to my knowledge go around three o'clock three three thirty you probably have you about a 20 minute wait some free fucking howling rays for how much oh, advertising you've done. if you go at like 11 you're gonna wait an hour and a half uh what's your favorite halloween memory cal i have so many mm-hmm. really enjoyed halloween mm-hmm uh, not favorite, but one that stand out stands out is when we're just being into mischief in high school, and my friend got uh, accidentally kicked in the face and broke his nose, mm-hmm. and I'd never seen uh, someone bleed like that. Wow! Yeah, he like tripped and fell while my friend ran past and just <clears throat> kicked him in the face, not on purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, buddy, you all right?" And we kind of lifted him up, and he lifted his head up, and just blood just poured out of his nose. I'm like, God oh. damn! Like I'd never seen that before. It was, Immediately, we're like, all right. And then he's just, I'm all right, all right. Like, we got him back to the house and I punched bandaged, him, bandaged him up. I punched a guy, right? I broke a guy's he nose. Pu- one he time. broke a guy's just nose? Fucking bloodbath. Pu- you punched him in the face? Fucking shattered his nose. <clears throat> From work? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, <laughs> that was, uh, I mean, it was like a fun night of like he was he was fine he was all right, mm-hmm. but then we're like, oh man, it's just yeah, it's like, shocking. It's like Halloween. It's shocking, yeah, like how much craziness comes out. is out on Halloween. <laughs> oh man, but I just liked I just liked that mood if it was good weather and and because it wouldn't be too frozen yet. Once in a while, there'd be a cold snap, and it sucked because like that's the last thing you look forward to before winter was going to be a drag is Halloween. Yeah, like nope, it's twenty six degrees outside. You're like, God damn it! But for those those times where it's just, it would get chilly at night, but in the fifties, so your costume would keep you warm. Mm-hmm. Be a little foggy, yeah. perfect fall weather, and just I was noticing it. I was back there the other day, like street lamps when they had that orange tint. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, and that kind of. I got a little bit stoned at my folks' house when I was there. It was, it, it was same, like the same sense that that movie, um, 
uh, it follows. Like we were talking about the other episode. Yeah, I gotta like, watch that. Again, that, that, that '80s tone to it. Uh huh. But like the yellow street lamp glow and the stillness of the suburbs, and just, like when you see that shot in a movie of just the kids on the sidewalk, and yeah. who, but then later at night, who's still out and who's creeping around trying to scare other little kids. I was just, oh, I just love it. Should I watch that on Halloween? I'm trying. To, I'm already trying to plan our me and Katie's Halloween night. It follows. How many movies do you think you're gonna get in there? Maybe three. Try it, fellas. Okay. I, I, I got to try it again. Like I said, t- the tone, like I found it distracting. Okay. But give it a shot. Okay. Uh, Trick or Treat is a great one, by the way, if anybody's looking for Halloween movies. You ever seen Trick or the Treat? The one with Skippy from... Uh, the one with Skippy from Family Ties? Yeah, Heisman, that one out. No, I don't know. I don't know if he's... It's not the one where it's the kid loves... Uh, uh, Ozzy Osbourne's in it and plays a preacher, and Gene Simmons plays a deep. No, it's definitely not that. This is like twelve years ago. Came out like oh five, maybe. Okay, but that sounds interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, I haven't seen it in a while, but yeah, um, he was like a metalhead. He's like, I love, it. and then his favorite musician died. Huh? And he's like, I'll do anything. And I think he summoned the demon that was Gene Simmons. Wow. No, I'm not familiar with that. No, Trick or Treat is definitely not that, but it's a great Halloween movie. I don't know the, I can't remember the exact plot, but it, I've seen it two or three times, and it was like, yes, this is very perfect for Halloween. Sorry, I hit pause so I could go pee and I forgot. It's all right. They wouldn't know if I didn't say anything. That's true. But then we, the problem with pausing it is we forgot where we forget where we stopped yeah. at. But we're talking about Halloween memories. Yeah. And maybe Halloween movies and what's scary. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I was talking about the streetlights. Oh yeah, the gold street, like just that, just that isolated look of a suburban street where it's just so dark above and just the cone. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that the wasn't that the uh, uh, poster from the Omen? It was just the guy under the streetlight, like next to the staircase that the priest fell down. I think it was the Omen. I don't know, but Omen Three is this real scary one? Really? Like, yeah. Well, we mentioned last episode, I, I I mentioned that I liked the original Halloween, the movie Halloween, mm. and that's one of the reasons why, as a child, I remember liking that movie, because there's scenes of like just your classic suburban Halloween night of like kids walking around, it's now yeah. dark, the street lamps, but then Michael Myers is also out on foot on the prowl. And I just remember that contrast of like wholesome American suburb Halloween and over there in the bushes. Oh, there's fucking Michael Myers. That kind of shit. Crashing the party. I like how people are getting. No, that was The Exorcist. Hmm. They're the guys under the streetlight. Yeah. No, it was Exorcist 3, I think. Hmm. I didn't even know there were three Exorcists. Let me see if that's the one. Bronger made me watch it. Yeah. It was like. God damn. Yeah, it was Exorcist 3. Huh. That's a good, scary movie. Really? Yeah. I think I asked you, did I ask you on the air or off the air? I'm, I'm, I'm compiling. I'm trying to go ahead and do some recon and figure out what Katie and I's uh, Halloween night viewing will be. I'm trying to pick out three or four movies for us to watch. I mean, there, oh, there's so many. Good, scary movie. Obviously, like, American Werewolf in London, which is a question somebody else had asked in here that I think I would like to get to. Like, there's great horror movies, but then there's Halloween movies. So I want, like, classic Halloween that movies. That incorporate the holiday into mm-hmm. it? Yeah. 
And I'm already thinking of my version of Trick or Treat. Off the air, we figured out yeah. that there's two movies called Trick or Treat. You were talking there's about the one with three of them. with Ozzy and Gene Simmons. Yeah. But the one I'm thinking of is like 03, 05. And it's it's just, I don't know how to describe it. Just I think it might be even like vignette style. Like just a couple of short stories of like just great, good Halloween scary shit. I, creep show. I'm telling you, creep show. Creep show. Okay. All right. Well, Halloween, making new memories every Halloween. Yeah. Always good times. Uh, let me, I'll answer my version of Chad Newsom's question. I got two specific Halloween memories that always stick out. The, the childlike, wholesome version is I, I was fortunate enough when I was a kid, from the ages of about four to 10, I lived in a subdivision, a little neighborhood. Just a bunch of houses, bunch of little. I had a bunch of dumb little dipshit friends, and uh, I remember Halloween. Halloween and Fourth of July always stuck out as like communal events, mm-hmm. yeah. like the whole neighborhood, like block party style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole neighborhood came together on both those holidays, and on Halloween, they're not family holidays; they're like community. Yeah, holidays. like the whole neighborhood got together, and and on both holidays, one component that I remember that stuck out that I thought was super cool was on. Both both holidays, it was my two excuses of each of, of the year to hang out after dark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm outside yeah. after dark because that was kind of the rule. You know, when you're a kid, like, all right, you go out and play, do whatever you want. But when it comes dark, when it's nighttime, you better get your ass back inside. Yeah, when the streetlights come on. Yeah. But on 4th of July, we'd get to hang out after dark because of the fireworks. And on Halloween, we'd hang out after dark, obviously, because of trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I was a kid... Uh, we'd have we'd, we'd go out trick-or-treating, but on three or four years in a row, when I was like seven, eight, nine, ten, somewhere in that area, uh, I forgot which neighbor, but some... <laughs> I got it. <laughs> you guys can't hear that. Cal's are ripping some good ones. Sorry, guys. Um, one of our neighbors had like a long like landscaping trailer, almost like a, like a flatbed trailer. Oh, yeah. And we'd go on a hayride. So he'd put a bunch of bunch of hay bales and straw and shit in there, and ten or twenty little dipshit kids would pile in the back, and he would drive us around the neighborhood and make stops. Mm-hmm. So we'd go out and trick or treat, and boom, 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 we'd hit up, hit three or four houses, and get back in, travel down the road, three or four more houses. I just remember riding in the back, you know, autumn, cool out at yeah. night, got our stupid costumes. I just remember how fun. The, the the hay ride was like oh we're going on fucking riding the back of a trailer yeah. a bunch of hay good get was there candy. they have like ghouls and goblins coming to get you no it, but there was a lot of activity out you know there were other pockets of neighbors and kids like you know oh, my little clique's doing this and then there's some other little yeah. gangs of kids doing that and you're just out at night and seeing people and I just remember how much fun that was then the other memory is when I was like fifteen sixteen. Uh, I wasn't quite I, – I was 15 because I remember my other buddy – I'll go ahead and say names. If anybody in Canton, Georgia – I'll go ahead and name names. Uh, me and Brian Roach, my good high school buddy, Brian Roach, and I think our other buddy, Jeffrey Adams, we – Brian was the first one to turn 16. So Brian was like the – you know, like, oh, he got his license first. You remember how magical that was when you're oh, like yeah. 15, 16, like – Oh shit! Now we get to go out with our buddies yeah. instead of our parents. We're getting out in the world now. So, when I was fifteen, we all piled into Brian Roach's Jeep Cherokee, 
and we rode around. We, we weren't trick-or-treating. We weren't even in costume. We were just out and about. We're just going to go out and get oh, into some shit. Kids out without costumes, or nothing good's coming out of it. We were just, kids. we were some little fuckers, man. Yeah, I knew. I was and part I re- of those groups, but I also remember the other version of those. And I remember specifically when I was 15, so this would have been like Halloween 1992. We're out and about, three or four of us, in Brian Roach's Jeep Cherokee. And for some reason, we had these toy machine guns. Yeah. Like these, like Tech Nines, these little yeah, miniature yeah. machine guns, and we're driving through a neighborhood, and people are out trick or treating, and we're not in costume; we're just out being little fuckers. Yeah, and we drove by Craig Vickers' house. We're we're sophomores. Craig Vickers is a senior, and we knew Craig, and we like Craig. We had no beef yeah. with Craig. We weren't super tight, but we remember Craig. And we drove by Craig Vickers' house, and Craig is out in his driveway doing something. And we, oh, I said we weren't in costume, but we did have on masks for just some bank reason. Bank robbery style. Bank robbery style. Just set it off style. Maybe Jason mask or something. And two or three of us, when we drove by Craig Vickers' house, we lean our bodies out the window with our mask mm-hmm. and with our fake Tech Nines, and we point at them at Craig. And then Craig goes, fuck that shit. Uh-huh. And Craig hops in his Jeep Cherokee, and he chases us. Oh, yeah. Car chases. And he chased us all over Canton, Georgia. Halloween of 92. And now we're like, oh, shit. Because yeah. if Craig catches us, he's going to kick our ass. Because he's two years older. He's a big dude. You think he just knew who you guys were? I don't think he... I, I don't know. You know what cars your friends have. Yeah, but we weren't super tight. I, I feel like it was right on that line of like where he knew who we were, but he probably didn't know what kind of car Brian drove. All he knew is some little dipshits pointed a fucking gun at him. And I don't know if he knew these were real guns or fake Chase guns. the guys with the guns. So he chased us all over town for like 15, 20 minutes. And now we're like, oh, fuck, man. Now we're scared because yeah, if he catches us, he's going to beat the shit out of us. We used to get into car chases. And uh, I just remember having a car chase all through. And I don't remember how it ended, but uh, somehow we got out of there unscathed. So those are my two Halloween memories. Man, I just I'm trying to think. <clears throat> I remember I tried to lie about making out with a girl, but I was dressed like Ace Freely. <laughs> just the makeup was all over both of us. Like, what were you guys doing in the bathroom? Hey, nothing. Oh, you lied about you. The lie was I didn't make out with her. Yeah, friends were like, what were you guys? Not like, like, what were you guys getting up to? Nothing. What do you mean? No way. Why would you hide that? You'd be like, yeah, yeah fuck yeah, I made out with that girl. Trying to be modest. Yeah. Trying to uh, try to be modest when you're drunk as shit, dressed like Ace Freely. Probably not a great combo. <laughs> Oh, man. Chris Wicken, is it wrong to discriminate against comedians who have 90s-esque headshots for their listings on comedy club websites? No, the comedy club should ask for a new headshot and try to update things if they want people to treat them like a business in the 21st century. That's well within the club's capability or the comedian to monitor what headshot goes out for press and make it one that looks up to date. Three likes from Sam Thomason for this question. You ready for it? Uh Uh-huh. 
What kind of werewolf model do you subscribe to? The American werewolf in London, big old fucking wolf type, or the more humanoid teen wolf style? I'm just wondering how the human type would mark its territory. I like the idea of a big-ass man-wolf holding his wolf dick and peeing on a tree like a drunk guy at an NFL game. There's another. I'm going to just go ahead and combo this with a, with another question about do from Jameson Zook. Do werewolves have man wieners or red rockets? <laughs> um, what that, a great question! Well, because then you got to you got to make a difference between what kind of werewolf. I think they turn into a much bigger creature. Teen Wolf was a comedy, and they couldn't have a big, scary, on all fours wolf. Hmm. <clears throat> well, what's his, the werewolf? The werewolf starts off. It's a it's a human transforming a into a wolf. In a full moon, it becomes a wolf. Not a wolf transforming into a man, correct? No, Jesus so. Christ, dude! No, I'm just breaking. This is it down. what the whole podcast is I'm about. I'm just is breaking at least base it down. knowledge of this shit. And wow. you don't know which way. Oh, just a wolf once a month just turns into a guy. <laughs> a wolf just turns into a guy named Paul. The wereman. He's got a stash clothes. Oh my god! And on that note, watch watch what we do in shadows. Have you seen that? No, I know it's, what you're talking it's about. It's real funny. Is it good? Yeah, I like that it, guy. It's just real dumb, funny stuff. But then, uh, uh, Flight of the Con- Concourse, dude. Yeah, but then there's a pack of werewolves in there, and they all know. So like, they're all chaining themselves to trees. And he's like, "Why are you wearing jeans? You know that shit's just gonna." Track pants, guys. Come on. <laughs> Track pants. Something you can get off easy. Rip them off. Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, yeah. What kind of dick would a werewolf have? What mm, do you think? I think it changes with the cre- If What's so unbelievable about its dick to be different if it's already a, if it was a man and now it's a wolf? So, okay. therefore, it's it'd have as a, a wolf dick. It'd have a wolf dick, yeah. <sighs> You okay? No, I got farts. What happened? I ate Indian food. Oh, the Indian food. Yeah. Why? Why? What? One part of the wolf is just gonna not? No, it's got a wolf dick. Got a wolf dick. Okay. Yeah, if you're gonna believe in a werewolf, then it goes. It's full wolf. It'd be weird if just that part changed first. Mm-hmm. But that's what I say. I think it's American werewolf in London style. I think they're scary. Creepy creatures and their genitals would reflect the current state of their uh, uh, bodies. Hmm. Okay. So I'm saying to you, Sam and Jameson. I like it. Uh, ben Stikeleather, is that your real name? Yeah. Ben Stikeleather. That's Stike. He's, he's Rowie Co. Customs. He does the cool guitars out of Rowie. Oh, is that him? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know yeah, him. Yeah. I didn't know that was Ben Stikeleather. Yeah. He gave me a. Uh, a uh, Backsliders t-shirt. Backsliders, great alt-country band for the yeah, 90s. He's always, bringing, he's always bringing me little yeah. New York seltzer bottles full of some uh, beverage concoction he comes up with. How much better is Howlin' Rays over Gus's? This is a question that's been asked several times. Uh, not to be, like, passive-aggressive about it. Uh, it's two different animals, Ben. Two different animals. Uh, Gus's uh, classic fried chicken. Howlin' Rays is Nashville hot chicken. Yes, they are both fried chicken. But they're two two different animals, and they're both amazing. So uh, if you had to pick one, I mean, Hal and Ray's. But 
Hallen Ray's is Nashville hot, spicy ass shit. Gus's classic fried chicken. They both fucking rule. Eat them both. Gus's isn't hot chicken. No, it's it's now. I'm drinking out of a Gus's cup right now. Now, yes, accessibility makes me enjoy. Gus's is somewhat spicy for fried chicken. It is a spicy fried chicken, but Gus's is not Nashville hot chicken. They're both fried, but Nashville Hot has this coating, this spicy coating. So, yeah, I know that sounds, but trust me, they're they're different. That's they're why. Different that's animals. why you answer this stuff. They're both great. <clears throat> they're both great. If you had to pick one, if you're in town for one day and you had to pick one, I would say Hall and Ray's. But don't even get the fried chicken. Get the sandwich. I've talked about that many times. The best sandwich, not chicken sandwich, the best sandwich of any type that, that I have ever I had. With this. I, I've ever had. By the way, can we talk about this real quick? I know I'm, I'm You're veering off. We haven't addressed violently. this. I guess we're we gonna, have not addressed this. I guess I, we're going to talk about it. We haven't addressed this on the podcast, Kyle. What? After our Columbia show. Yeah. We went to Waffle House. We and f- for many times, for many, many episodes, many examples on this show, you have thumbed your nose at Waffle House. I feel like I converted no, you. I had a good wa- for being drunk in the middle of the night. I had a good Waffle House meal. The eggs were great. I like how the way they get the cheese in there. Yes, best it, scrambled eggs. It was good on the market. It was good. Good or but great? I, oh, good. <clears throat> Not great. Waffle House doesn't get to be great. Watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> We had talked about that. I feel like I converted you. Monsters no longer, guys. I've fought each other over a <laughs> ranking of Waffle House. Anyway, it's some creative differences. <laughs> no, it was a very good late night meal at Waffle House. You had the eggs. What else did you have that night? Did you have the hash browns? Yeah, I got them. What kind of meat did you have? Flipped and licked. Oh, or you whatever. didn't have <laughs> 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 whatever, the, whatever they're doing to them there. Oh. I got him sexy side up. <laughs> <laughs> flipped and licked. Give him flipped and licked. Sexy side up. You talked a lot of shit about Waffle House on this podcast. I talked a lot of shit about the one time I went to Waffle House. Like I rang out a dish towel on my fucking breakfast and didn't blink an eye. I think I'm well within my right to talk shit about Waffle House <laughs> if that's the standard that they're working at. That's daytime. That's in the day. That's in the day with other customers. <laughs> Oh, God. I think I'm well within my right to have a grip, <laughs> gripe with them. Oh, God. Where are we at? Mm-hmm. We I done? Yeah, we can get. Paranoid Magazine. Shout out to those guys. This Bigfoot a pothead. Of course. Of course he is. Yeah, he's figured it out. <laughs> if you just eat pot, does it get you high? Like, will animals get high if they just eat pot? If you eat a pot plant? It's got to be dried, right? Like a chemical reaction has to... Oh, I don't know. No idea. It. No idea. Because if that's the case, then animals would be stoned. Like how animals will get drunk if they eat rotten fruit because it's fermented. How do we know that they're not out there just high as shit, tripping balls? That's what keeps them hidden. <clears throat> they're paranoid. <clears throat> they're already paranoid of people. <laughs> Fuck, do you hear something? Uh, might be a guy. Um... 
Hunter Scott. I know I'm a little bit late, but I had a chicken and the egg uh, question. Got to see Kyle and Richmond and heard some bits that came from Boogie Monster. I was curious to see if you get more ideas about bits from the podcast and <clears throat> angles to run them, or if you have bits in mind and you can work them out on there before taking them to the stage. Thanks, and I hope this is di- isn't diving too deep into your minds. Not possible, Hunter. <clears throat> we got two shallow ends of the pool here. <laughs> I don't want to mess any future shows for you guys. No, there's been some stuff where it's like I've talked about it because, you know, we're trying to just be free-flowing and fun. But if it's an exceptionally funny thing, I'm like, yeah, I might be able to turn that into a story. Oh, I yeah. hope it. I hope it's not a bummer when people hear it because they heard it on the podcast and then you hear it on the stage like – I don't find anything wrong with that. I don't think I don't. I don't want to speak for you, but I don't. I don't think either one of us try out bits, quote unquote, on the podcast. Mm. I think we go on our rants and mid rant, like any comic. When you're mid rant with your buddies or whatever, then that light bulb goes off and you go, "Oh, I should write that yeah, down." Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't think we have shit in our notebook book and then bring it to the podcast and try it out on each other. I, I don't know. I doubt yeah. you do that. I don't know. No, no, no. It's just that, that this is topics that we're interested yeah. in. And then, oh, we're making a joke about it. Oh, you know what? That goes well with a bit I'm already doing yeah. in the set. And I know I've told you on the podcast, like, oh, you should write that down. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise you're just sitting there with your own idea without yeah. talking it out. And yeah. you got to go to an open mic. We're basically just doing an open mic at each other. Yeah. But no, I don't think we intentionally like work, run bits on the podcast. But definitely during a rant, I'm like, oh, mm. shit, I'm going to write that down and might be able to use that. Um, Jonas Lydon, have you guys ever heard of the Montana Vortex? Have we? Have you talked about that? Maybe, Maybe we should look into it. Thank you. Hmm. You guys heard of any alien abduction stories outside of the USA or in Area 51 uh, of Europe type area? I assume Russia's got some secret shit going on, they which they to. just enforce by murdering anybody that comes near it. Yeah. At least for a while in America, they tried to just make it like, no, nah, don't, don't come down here and uh, don't mess up our stuff. But Russia, hmm. they just take you out. Uh, Spencer Williams says, hey, guys. Oh, yeah. I realized he was trying to continue on. Oh, I just thought, I thought that's funny if he just wanted to say that's hello. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> uh, What's your go-to burrito place? Chipotle, Moe's, Qdoba, or some mom-and-pop shop? Ask Marcos. Come down to Miami sometime, even though the city sucks. Uh, burrito chains. Well, that's the thing. We live in L.A., and we have access to all kind of great food trucks and burrito trucks and stuff. Yeah, you know. Um, vegetarian? No, I'll go to Chipotle. Yeah, when I'm on the road. Sofritas, whatever that weird. I got no problem. Spicy with, pillow stuffing. I got no problem with Chipotle. I know people shit on it, but, uh, man, it's pretty solid. I get the burrito yeah. bowl. And, yes, I know yeah. guac is extra. What else we got? I don't know, man. We got fat, Wrap it up. a fat episode. Yeah. Feel bad we're not getting all these questions. Some of them we've kind of answered. Mm-hmm. You know, you see a lot of, you know, what conspiracy theory would you like to be true? We've done that kind of stuff, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think we got you know, you know, which cryptid would you eat? We already went over that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alvin Fox says a long time ago I used to hear a theory about alien abductions. Aliens would abduct people who would be terrified. 
Aliens decided to try to calm people down during the the abduction process, make them feel like they were going somewhere friendly and fun. So they would disguise themselves as clowns. Afterwards, abductees would develop an intense fear of clowns. Which reminds me, whatever happened with all those clown sightings and attacks a few years ago? Yeah. What doesn't make sense at all? At no point were people like, oh, yeah, the clowns took me to a spaceship and stuck things in my butt. Although there is that movie, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's, yeah. It's a decent. Did they B movie abduct people? I don't remember. I don't know. I'm not going there. The clown thing. It's again. Now that you can go viral with something. Mm-hmm. Like remember when stuff was just a weird urban legend. Mm-hmm. Again, did the internet kind of ruin it? Things like oh, somebody did it here. We're just copycat bullshit everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, not. Uh, I don't know. That one's not holding water for me. Sorry, Alvin. I don't think the aliens are dressing up that they're that smart to analyze what would calm people mm-hmm. like you made a spaceship to travel from another planet but you're going to the fucking halloween superstore for some masks i think you got you're doing better hmm. well i think that's it right yeah let's answer quick quick ones is a taco a hot dog no no it's a taco taco is about the casing hot dog is about the meat inside of the bun Tyler, would you rather be able to fly but only straight up and down or be able to fly but only six feet off the ground? That's a good one. Up and down. So you can go straight up, see all your surroundings. It's good for observation. That's about it. Or dodging things. Only six feet off the ground. How fast can you fly? Transportation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about speed. Otherwise, if you're just going as fast as you're walking, what's the point? That's true. Yeah. Yeah, we need those variables. Boom. Tyler, be more comprehensive with your question next time. <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> Suck my dick, Tyler. <laughs> Daniel Imbach, I think I found a, a DUMB entrance. What should I do? Get in there, buddy. Report back. Leave some GoPro footage behind when they assassinate you. Nick Bombowski, that cannot be your real name. Oh, Nicky Bum Bum. That's a great so name if that's your real name. Nikki what are Bums. each of your dumb party tricks? What's your party trick? Fuck, I could tie a cherry stem in a knot with yeah. my dick. I do. Uh, I, I can. thought it was going to be funny to change it. I can pop my nose. Have I showed you that one? You can oh, really, really, that, you got to sell it. That, oh, with the, I tell people I can pop my nose. Old, uh, yeah, what the you do? Knuckle crack, yeah. Well, no, the fingernail under the tooth. Oh, is that what it is? Oh. But the key is you got to try it and fail a couple times. I go, uh, I'll do it for you. I'll be like, right, uh, right, you right. do, I'm, I'm watching. I, I, right I can now. pop my nose. You ever pop your nose? Right, let's see it. I can pop my nose. Hold on. And then what you what I'm doing is I'm put, I'm kind of cusping my hands over my nose. Where you're covering a sneeze. Yeah, yeah, like you're covering a sneeze, and then you you. you Twist your nose a couple times, yeah. and then you know you fail. You got to try and fail a couple times, all right, all right. and then you oh, stop working, not working. And then you subtly take that, you slide that thumb under yeah, your yeah, tooth, all right, all right. and then oh, oh and then you got to right. play it off. Yeah, oh, but that right there sounds I it was like, like the knuckle crack. Yeah, like, oh. that might work too. Yeah, oh. but uh, the the key is to try it a couple times and fail, and then sell it after just. 
oh, oh, shit. And then I've done that so many times where like people are like, what the fuck? But little kids get grossed out. Yeah. It's like a fun little kid one. Yeah. And my uh, my nephew, I, I always get him with the thumb trick. You, oh, do, you the, know, the, the separate. The, the, yeah. Really? He's, still falling for that yeah, one? Yeah, he's, he's, he's dumb. He's a kid. He just, <laughs> you know, he falls for that. Like, he gets scared. And I tell you this, uh, my brother doesn't subscribe to the... <laughs> To the bonus episodes. Oh, I love okay. my nephew, but uh, he's uh, I mean, he's a bit of a puss. Seven-year-old nephew is a bit of a puss. Well, I love him. I love him. He's, he's cute. He's great. By the way, I didn't tell you the story. <laughs> I'll tell you this real quick. I posted on uh, Instagram. My nephew, last week, he gets on to Amazon.com. Oh, I saw the picture of that. He I got that onto awesome. my par- uh, my his parents' website, uh, his parents' Amazon account. Mm-hmm. He ordered ten toy dinosaurs, and then they just came, and they were like, "What the fuck is this?" He's like, "I ordered a bunch of dinosaurs," but I just thought that was hilarious. I think that's he just awesome. Ordered- he wasn't even malicious or anything. I, no, I just, just want these dinosaurs just, and, and ten of them. He yeah. ordered ten of them, but anyway. Uh, my brother doesn't listen to the bonus episodes. He's not a patron. Wow. Uh, I love my nephew. He's great. But he's uh, everything in his field of vision is, ew, ew, this, Yeah, but kids, they get a reaction for do- doing one thing, and they just keep doing it. I guess. But, like, when I was seven, everything was fucking rad and gnarly, and I was the one causing other people to say, ew. But, like, we were moving the other day, and I just – I spit out, like, in the yard. Like, not on something. It didn't spit on him. Ew. Uncle Dave spit. Ew. Everything is ew. Like, he did that once, and somebody agreed with him. But it's just, and that's he, his behavior. Let's say if somebody – like, when a little kid does something and somebody laughs at it, they just keep doing that because they don't I, understand. I sincerely don't think that's it. I don't think he's trying to get a reaction. I think it's sincere. I think he's, like, grossed out by everything. And I'm like, you're a seven-year-old boy. You're, you shouldn't be grossed out by anything. He'll, he'll get there. I don't know. Maybe I don't understand kids. But I was just really shocked by how much stuff grosses him out or creeps him out. He's got to go get him dirty. He must have said, ooh, a thousand don't times. Push him in the dirt a little bit. Yeah. All right. We've, uh... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Sorry for almost answering There's that good one question. There's questions in here, and we didn't get to them, and I'm, I'm, I'm bummed. But <clears throat> Well, pick one more. Jim Thompson says, this is not a gotcha question, but I've been thinking about it. How should we treat the concept of any bar in wherever USA is showing blazing saddles on the screen with closed captioning turned on? Maybe to a crowd unfamiliar with the genre. Is there a line to be focused on as to how we champion or reevaluate 80s nostalgia? It's one of my all, it's one of my favorite line based comedies among so many more that brings a smile to my face, but are offensive racist misogynist. It's a good question. I think Yeah, it's you know, everybody gets in trouble like, well, it was a different time, it was a different time. <clears throat> it was physically, you know, and in, in the concept of time. It was in that time circumstances were different for that kind of thing. You gotta think that like Richard Pryor co-wrote that movie mm-hmm. with Mel Brooks. Mm-hmm. Mel Brooks. Like that's who was saying these jokes are funny. Well, <laughs> also, it, and it was a satire of, of satire. spoofing westerns. Yeah, and, and it's not like it was a normal movie and they said all those things and like what? That's how it was in the eighties. No, it was. It was. They're yeah, like they're this is how it was in the western, and times. they're making fun of racism. Yeah, 
I mean, I I could see how that's upsetting for me uh, as a white guy watching it. I'm like, well, I also think it's a hilarious movie in how they are laughing at ideas of racism. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it, it I still think. And you're talking like playing at any bar. Like, what what are people laughing at? It <clears throat> are you giving people something to laugh at where they can misconstrue it? Like, well, why why do they get to say the? That's that fucking argument. Like, why do they get to say the n word in there? That's and it's funny. Such a lame. But argument. then somebody else is a comedian. Like, well, I should be able to say it too. You can. And if it's funny, it's Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. And if it's not funny, it's Owen Benjamin. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. You can do it. You can say it. But is why you how you're saying it and the quality of humor you're presenting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to deal with the repercussions. Uh, and that's a hilarious. But that's you know the blessing from Richard Pryor who helped make that movie. Yeah. So, and that, so if you're thinking it's racist, then. That as far as misogyny, yeah, that stuff was pretty rampant. Oh, making fun of it in that movie, but even those things were like, eh, and then her tits will come out because that's funny. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, just nude boobs were funny. Yeah, that was comedy. We're talking about like stuff that's pretty horrific. Yeah, we're talking about Revenge of the Nerds. Oh yeah, we just set up cameras and spied them in the shower. And then I wore a mask that her boyfriend wears on Halloween, and I had sex with his girlfriend. Like, I raped oh, a yeah, lady. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. Would be problematic and mm-hmm. terrible to look back at. Yeah, that wouldn't fly now. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, how should we treat it? <laughs> Fucking man, that's that whole comedy subjective thing, and mm-hmm. everybody likes to have an idea of the rules or yeah. act like there are rules. There's not. I don't no. know. <laughs> I enjoy what I enjoy, and I try to keep my mouth shut about it. Yeah. I'm like, whoop, this one. Ugh. And we're going to laugh at this, but it's still great. Anyway, that was a... Thanks, Jim. It was a good question. Mm-hmm. What do you say, Dave? Let's, let's land this plane. All yeah. Right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, all the patrons. Uh, thanks for the questions. Mm-hmm. Thanks for your four bucks a month. And thanks for being you. Oh, that was, that was a nice sweet under. I don't know what that means. No, it was good. It was good uh, one. But yeah, uh, every month we do this. Uh, tell a friend. Uh, we've got a new Dave's Kitchen coming out soon. So again, sincerely, uh, thanks for all your support. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll catch you next time. Happy Halloween. The Boogie Monster. Boogie Monster.